Welcome to the Center for the Performing Arts at Penn State. I'm Communications Director Laura Sullivan, and you're in tune with Previews. editor John Raffis enjoyed a lively conversation in December with Patty Maloney, the founder of The Chieftains, who spoke from his home in Dublin. In this interview, Patty shares everything from the band's successes to the details of Elvis Costello and Diana Krall's wedding at Elton John's estate. Are you this morning, or actually this oh, afternoon, where you are? Afternoon, indeed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're not having the best of the weather here, John. Now, to be honest, um, it's uh, fairly wild and and wet and showery, you know. And so uh, it's been like that for about ten days now. <laughs> anyway, we're we're doing the best we can, and it's coming up to the the crazy time of Christmas, of course. And and Ireland, by the way, is just a you know Christmas is <laughs> the biggest biggest event of the year, you know. It's a pretty big deal here too, and and I must oh, say, yeah. I must yeah. say that I have been um, listening yeah. quite a lot as usual to the bells of Dublin. It gets me in the spirit, and um, <laughs> oh god, god! Every year I look forward to hearing uh, you, you fellows. We're starting the tour in Houston. Uh, uh, we've got three shows with the uh, with the Houston Symphony Orchestra. Great, three, three nights, you know. I paid my first visit ever um, a few months ago to Austin, and I was thrilled to be on Congress Avenue and uh, oh, walk, God, walking yeah. in the footsteps of, of Nancy Griffith. So, <laughs> great. Well, you know, we in 1980 we played Willie Nelson's Opera, opera House. You know, uh, I remember um, Cotton Eye Joe. That was the first time we ever played it. We heard it the day before, and I put a quick arrangement together, and we've been playing it ever since. <laughs> so, but uh, Nancy is a gem, and 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 of course she's. Uh, I think she's on the the Essentials album that came out too. You know, great. There's some great photographs and a little blurb on our special guest this year. Um, there are a bunch of young girls, and there are six of them, and it's their group is called Leiden, L-I-A-D-A-N. Uh, they're in their twenties. They've graduated from University of Limerick, where the Chieftains. It's also the World Center, mm-hmm. uh, World Music Center of, of Ireland, and. Uh, uh, we uh, are the musicians in residence there for the last two years, and we give classes and we give concerts, one big concert every year, which we did in November, and it was so exciting. It was just incredible. Um, you know, maybe 60, 70 of them on stage, which is at the end of the evening. But this particular group of six girls, uh, they're going to be part of our show. Right. And, uh, I mean... I, I know there's an awful lot of fuss being made out of a, another Irish group called, uh, I think they're called um, oh, Celtic Women or something like right, that. Right. You know, CB. But um, this, is not, this is the real thing. <laughs> That's all I can say. These girls, incidentally, they sing some in Irish and Gaelic, you know, and they they uh, they're beautiful harmonies and, uh, and they play like harp, accordion, whistle, fiddles, and uh, 
they're, they're so exciting. They're tremendous. And it sounds wonderful. Yeah, it's going to be part, like, they'll be joining us at the end of the first half and at the end of the second half, and uh, a special guest. And, but they're, they're so sweet and beautiful. You know, they're great now. You'd really enjoy them. Uh, and, of course, we'll have our Palatskis with us as well. Now, they're from Canada, right? That's right. They, they do a style of dancing called the Ottawa Valley style of dance. And uh, I don't know whether you've ever seen them or not, but they're wild. It's wild kind of dancing, and there's a lot of tap in it, but it's, it's, all, it's all to Irish music. I mean, it came from Irish dancing, of course, mm. way, way, way back. But, uh, you know, they could be in New Orleans, or they could be anywhere, or Appalachians, or, but uh, Arcadia, I mean, the, the whole connection is very strong there. And John Palatsky, they have just they had a Pol- they have a Polish father but with a Polish name anyway, but he's Canadian <laughs> and an Irish mother. <laughs> well, I know the feeling. I have a Polish surname, but I, but the other side is Irish, so I have the exact same thing going on. <laughs> is that amazing? Yeah. Well, these guys are terrific, and you're going to you're really going to enjoy them because uh, they're um, John is, is now playing the fiddle all the time with the chieftains. You know, he's mm-hmm. to. He's the second, I wouldn't say the second fiddler, but he's one of the two fiddlers, you know, with right. Sean and himself. And, um, and and then they get up and dance, do this dance, and, and they're joined by the lovely Cara Butler. Um, she's the sister of Jean Butler, of oh. the River Dance fame. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, she, uh, she'd been with us now for about 12 years. Her sister did start her career with us, as did Michael Flatley, and and many more. <laughs> Michael spent seven years with the Chieftain. You've been quite the proving ground for a lot of talent. We've opened up a bit now. <laughs> opened up quite a bit of things. And uh, uh, and still continue to do so. I mean, only yesterday I finished up in the studio with uh, a lovely young 23-year-old Japanese. Well, she's not quite Japanese. She's from one of the little islands of, of Okinawa. Mm-hmm. And uh, charming girl, not an awful lot of English, but I, I got her singing an, an Irish song which is half Irish, half English. And her Irish pronunciation was better than her English pronunciation. <laughs> and it turned out really, really good. And and then we did one of her songs as well for her up and coming out. She came over with her entourage. You know, they never come unless they have about 10 people with right. them. <laughs> well, apparently it's really true that everyone is uh, a little bit Irish if her Irish pronunciation was so good. Well, it was, and the islands down there, you know, I wouldn't be surprised because they're, they're, her style is not Japanese, it's it's a totally different thing, but she has become a big star over there in uh, Japan now, and uh, so uh, we be go- we were touring there next June, mm-hmm. and she's going to be joining us on the, on the tour as well. Great, and you also have Triona Marshall playing harp? And then we have the lovely Triona, now I have to say, by the way, she has gone through the roof. Her playing is frightening. It's incredible. And uh, uh, she joined us about three years ago, and she's full-time with us now as well. But uh, she's also just finished. Oh, oh, and incidentally, I must mention that Leiden have uh, a beautiful album, a CD, uh, which they'll have on sale at the concert. Yeah, it's their first, right? That's right, yeah. yeah. Very exciting. Yeah, and uh, Trina, it's Trina's first as well. Trina's just bringing out, she just finished it there about a month ago. It's a flyer. I, God, I 
might, I don't know where she gets the notes from, <coughs> but she, she, it's, it was a godsend to her, you know, to, that we rescued her from the symphony orchestra. <laughs> she was the lead guitar with uh, Harper, you know, with the symphony. And now she just plays Irish music on, on the Irish harp. Nothing else. That's all she wants. You know? oh, there's, there's nothing better than Irish music. It's great. It's 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 a it's a tonic for everybody. I have to say that now. So speaking of first albums, uh, the Chieftains recorded theirs 43 years ago, and you've had uh, 43 yeah. albums since then. So that's an amazing, yeah. uh, prodigious output. It's, it's huge, and in fact, um, I, I'm looking at 45 years as the as the band. You know, like the album came would have come out. It took a while for it to come out. You know, but uh, in, in fact, you know. I was starting Chieftains way back in the 50s, late mm -hmm. 50s, and uh, and the band then was, you know, I started rehearsal for the first album as the Chieftains in 1960, 62 at all, 62, so, right. yeah, 61, 62, we're almost to 45 years together uh, for our penance, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> for yours, <laughs> and uh, we've been spreading the gospel about this great folk art of ours all of that time. I always felt, you know, I wanted a group that... The Clancy Brothers, Tommy Makem, did wonderful things in the 50s with playing in all the important theatre in Carnegie to to the Albert Hall in London to the Sydney Opera House and and with the with the the rendition of Great Irish Ballads, you know, it, it opened up a new thing to that side of the folk music. But right. for the instrumental, I just felt I have to get out there and do the same, and and it deserves it. So. Uh, and my wish came true, thank God, you know. Um, we're, we're still continuing. And for the first decade or more, you were just an instrumental group. We now think of the Chieftains as, um, you know, having a lyrical component with yeah, Kevin Kahn of singing. And, and of course, you've, you've recorded with, I think, just about every wonderful <laughs> singer on the planet. <laughs> they, they're coming out of the woodwork, they are. Um, in, in fact, the, the Essentials, the CD, there's one uh, without guests, you know, uh, 17 tracks, I think, without the guest. And then the other one has, you know, our collaborations, like with Galway, James Galway, who we just... Uh, and once we get together, we always come back. You know, like Jimmy Galway did a big TV show for Christmas Day, but it's there about a month ago. And, and Van, incidentally, Van Morrison is bringing out the best of. And he rang me up to say, you know that song, Shenandoah, you know? <laughs> uh, uh, just, you know... Uh, where, who did you get? And I was asking all the questions. I, I thought, oh my God, he's probably going to object to what happened. You know, I thought it was the best version I've ever heard. You know, it's a beautiful and, version. Yeah. And uh, he said, "Well, it's bloody great. I'm putting it on my next album." So he's putting it. That's coming out before Christmas on the best of land too. You know, and and there's two other ones. Alison Krauss has a similar uh, situation. She's doing a, a a best of, and she she wants to use. Molly Bond, the the song we did with Alison Krauss on Down the Old Plank Road. And and then there's a young band here, um well they're gone they're huge now. Uh, the cores, you might have heard. Right, of. oh yes, definitely. And uh, you know, they're so big and everywhere. Maybe not so much in America. They're, they're not quite, quite as popular here as no, they are in the rest right. of the world, but but they are yeah, popular never, here as well. Yeah, they never really hit it big, but um they're still so popular at home, but uh, they did a song with us on the women's album. Right, I Know My so, Love. That's right. So they're including that. Uh, they asked could they include it on their album too. So, And Bono was on it and many people are on it. So 
uh, we're up there with all the big ones, and and uh, and we're keeping busy on that that side of things. It it is time, however, uh, having done the essentials now, like Bob Dylan did an essential for the same crowd, same mm-hmm. company. And, uh, it's time now that we, you know, got down to doing a a studio album, you know. Right. And uh, we we'll get down to that next year, please God. In 1988, when you recorded that Irish Heartbeat CD with oh, yes. Ian Morrison, yes. what was the genesis of that? Was that his idea or yours? Well, you know, everything has to be <laughs> to come from Van, you know, he's the, he's the master as far as that's concerned. <laughs> but uh, we had done you know, the Edinburgh Festival and, and we had been meeting over the years and I went to one of his concerts because I still highly, I regard him very highly as a great songwriter, great you know, singer, and I know he's, you know, he's Van, and that's, whatever makes it happen, that's good for me, um, and I still get on very well with him, but, uh, yeah, I got a call to say, uh, I'm thinking of making an album uh, together, a collaboration, you know, and I said, that sounds very exciting, and I didn't really take him quite serious, but we met over a period of six months, and it was kind of breaking down the ice, you might say, Right. and uh, he came to me in Ireland, I went over to him in London, and Eventually we struck a list, uh, you know, and, oh, you, you keep that for yourself. I don't want to do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, we do this one and we do that one. So we 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 found a happy balance and and, uh, and we just went in in one week, <laughs> one rehearsal, one week, uh, and I put it put it all together like the, as he called it, the shapes, you know, he rang up and said, great shapes, buddy, great shapes. <laughs> Amazing. And the arrangements were nice, you know. Well, and, and that uh, sort of opened the floodgates then. After that CD, you, you put yeah. out an unending series of, of wonderful recordings with lots of guests. You've recorded with everyone yeah. from from yeah, Jackson Brown and Elvis Costello yeah. to Mick yeah. Jagger and Sting and um, Los oh, Lobos, yeah, just, one of my favorite groups. Oh, they're, they're, you know, and we did a month with them in the States too. Uh, we did the Sheds, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, that was just great. And, and mentioning Elvis, incidentally, you probably saw there about four days ago, him and Diana, they had twins. Yes, that's two um, twin boys. They, they are and, uh, among my favorites as well. I was. Uh, I, I just was love thrilled. them, and I we played at their wedding. Uh, so oh, they must be blessed. That's right. Well, say. and their wedding was their wedding was like three or four years ago this month, I believe. That's right. I think that they were we, married we, in at Christmas yeah. time. In, in Elton John's, uh, Elton gave his house as a present. Uh, <laughs> and it was decorated all in white. Everywhere was wow. snow white to remind Diane, you know, where she, you know, where she comes from over up in North uh, British Canada. Columbia. Yeah, British, British Columbia. Columbia, that's yeah. right. And um, uh, she was, uh, it was just a great, and we were part of the guests, you know, we were having our dinner and wine and jokes and, and our table was terrible things being said. You know, we were just having a ball. And Elton would every now and he come over, this is not ever fair, you know, I should be over here. I should be over here. I want to. And then he started to tell some more jokes himself and then he'd go back to his table, you know. But then the Pulaski's got up to dance uh-huh. and in the middle of it, up pops Paul McCartney. Couldn't, he couldn't hold back. And legs going everywhere. Very fit now, let me tell you. And Oh, it tore the house down. <laughs> he joined in with the two boys dancing uh, with our Pulaski's, and, and that inspired everybody to get up then. And old uh, uh, Elson himself, you know, got up and shuffled around, you know. And, <laughs> <laughs> just such a, and somebody did film it, and I damned if I can get a copy of it. Uh, you know? that, that sounds like Love a remarkable uh, wedding. Yeah, 
that was a great but uh, the other thing Elvis did he's a great guy um, uh, we did Carnegie Hall this year March 17th mm-hmm. and uh, uh, full house and, and big orchestra from the Notre Dame Symphony and, and uh, dancers the whole lot but in the middle of the long journey home which he wrote the anthem uh, he wrote the words and I wrote the music for the long journey home the anthem and uh, mm-hmm. I, I usually say to the crowd, you know, we're going to do Magillamar, as we did with Sting. Well, he was coming tonight, but terrible by the weather, you know, so it'd be a bit of a laugh. And, and then uh, <laughs> I, I said about uh, Elvis, I said, he lives here, but that couldn't get across town with that cursed parade. <laughs> you know, he just couldn't get across Fifth Avenue. Uh, but I'd already told the uh, conductor to wait for the door to open. And and so he did, and out pops Elvis. Well, the place erupted. They couldn't believe it. And uh, and he sang so brilliantly. So it was uh, just one of those great nights. We do have a lot of friends, and once... We record our people. We always like to get back, you know, or meet up or something. Something happening, you know. Right. With all of the with all of the wonderful artists that you've worked with, is there someone, some notable artist out there that you've always wanted to record with that you haven't been able to get together and do that? You know, sometimes I was wondering about. Um, we, we we did this concert in Nara in Japan, and it had. A huge lineup: Johnny Mitchell to In Excess, and mm-hmm. and Michael came, and the late Michael was conducting the orchestra, and and, um, and Bob Dylan was on that show, and uh, uh, we were hanging around for about you know in the same place for about ten days, uh, so I got to kind of got to to talk to him and photograph and things, and said, "When are we ever going to do a song together?" You know. And uh, he said, yeah, definitely, 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 you know. Now, this is about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, like he's much more uh, to get pinned down for something. But I, I always wanted to have a song in mind for the long journey home. And uh, uh, maybe someday it'll happen, you know. That would be great. Bob Dylan is certainly uh, having quite a renaissance in his career. Yes, I, I noticed. Yeah, Everything yeah. he does seems to uh, turn to gold lately. It and, does, and that, yeah. He just, that's nice he to see. He comes here a lot. He comes twice a year to Ireland, you know, seems to like it. And, of course, he loves the, the Clancy brothers who I mentioned. They gave him a big booster in the 50s, you know, and they had him along as a guest, a special right. guest, you know, down the village uh, in New York and that sort of thing. Uh, but all of that's happening. And, John, it's just taken over. Um, uh, the only thing I start, we, we got a stamp, um, postal people here, uh, designed the stamp and released it in our honor. Would you believe? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> and uh, you, I got to find some. You've become uh, an institution. That is for sure. Well, it certainly is when you get a stamp. But I get a bit worried when they start bringing out stamps. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's you know, wonderful. So little things like that are, are happening for us, and and, uh, and we continue, of course, to you know. Uh, right over the Christmas period, you know, we did a big concert with an orchestra for Christmas carols, which comes out on Christmas Eve, and, mm-hmm. and then we're on Christmas Day, a big concert that has Colin Wilkinson on it, and Paul Brady, and um, uh, James Galway, and a huge lineup of people. Sounds marvelous. Uh, that's that's coming out. So, uh, there's, you know, there's a great buzz happening, and as, as I say, we're, we're heading off for our big... Uh, 
tour uh, beginning of January. Your tour runs from uh, January 5th, I believe it is, until yeah, your, right. your your traditional finish at Carnegie Hall on March that, 17th. That's right. Yes, and you're going yeah. to be here at Penn State on February 27th, so we're we're thrilled. February 27th, that one it is. I wasn't, February wasn't sure. I haven't got the list, yeah. Yes. And that'll be fabulous, you know. And we have a terrific show. Uh, you know, it's, it's all... You know, it's all go, go, go. It's, uh, you, we try to pack everything into that two hours and, and uh, sort of a flavor of everything we've been doing over the years. And, um, so it'll be fun. For people who have heard your recordings, there's always a great deal of uh, humanity and exuberance in them. And you certainly uh, exude that in, in the way you, oh, thank uh, you talk about it. Yeah. Um, it's hard to imagine. I was reading that way back when, when, when you uh, had to earn a living by other means than music, that you were an accountant. And you, <laughs> well, you certainly I, defi- never, I never qualified. <laughs> I, you know, I, I'd be doing grand. I was studying at night time, you know. And then Christmas would come and the parties would start. Uh-huh. That would be the end of that year. So <laughs> I'd have to start again the following year. Well, September, thank God you, know? you never became an accountant because, exactly. you know, with, with all due respect I, to accountants, yeah, uh, your yeah, talents yeah. lie elsewhere. <laughs> well, 12 years, you know, I, I worked pushing a pen, you know, yeah. and um, uh, in, in, a, in a, a big company in Dublin here, you know, but uh, music was always hanging around and I was getting time off and going away for two or three weeks. And this is during the... And then I ran the record company, Clara Records, for eight years. Right. Uh, I was manager of that company. That gave me a great innings and a great, you know, it's keeping an eye on things as to when would be proper for us to pull up the stakes and go. And that came in 75. And you've been here every year since in the United States on tour in the we winter. Have. We have indeed. We've been there. And God bless America, you know. We, it's our great we blessing. <laughs> we, we, are, uh, we are fortunate. You know, I was yeah. reading. I was reading somewhere that you've done so many recordings with artists around the world, and I think people naturally think of that as as you doing research and and finding other musical right. traditions that you want to to perform with. But I was reading somewhere yeah. that you said it's the other way around. That you feel like you're actually just seeking out music that Irish traditional music has already influenced. I tend to do that a, a bit, but. No, to be honest, I, I couldn't claim that when I went to China in '83. <laughs> because, um, well, who knows? Uh, maybe, I, maybe there was. A well, I, I think there was some connection because a lot of the themes are the same. Yeah. You know, it's the obvious ones to do with love, to do with um, mm. misfortune, to do with battles that took place. And yeah, yeah, you know, I, I felt when I was there for that four or five weeks that there was a a whole and, and some of the instruments are. I, I may I still play them. Mm-hmm. You know, you can play Irish music on, on the some of the Chinese instruments and the late right. Derek Bell, old Ding Dong Bell as I called him, I mean, he had a an instrument called the timpan, the chumpan, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that went back to the fourth century. And they had the Yang Ching, the Yang Ching and both of them sat beside one another on stage because we had a, a kind of a every concert there was a twenty minute, you know, uh, jam session right. uh between their with their musicians and ourselves. Uh, but the two, those two instruments, they could actually cross over, and and take up the other one. Uh, you know, it's just and, and this is this is the European chumpan, you know, that Derek had made especially, and the Yangqing was there for well over three thousand years, um, and some of their flutes and things are were just perfect for playing Irish music with, you know, and um, uh, so there was that great come together with them and and we do it the same in, in Okinawa which I find 
different than Japan, completely mm-hmm. different in their styles you know, and influences of music. And um, so you never know. I mean, there's one time I played a Korean tune called Arirang, and somebody said, oh, my God, that's, that must be a version of Eileen Ruin, you know, which is an old Irish melody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, so there are great similarities in pieces, and, and nothing as close as the Indian music, which I haven't really gotten down to, to doing a proper collaboration on yet, you know. You must do a tremendous amount of research. Do you find yourself listening to music all the time? I just find it, and I'm just out there, and I'm bumping into people, and people are sending me things. And, like, for instance, yesterday I was, I was listening to a tape of a, a South African singer. Uh, her name uh, was C.D. C.D. De Loca. C.D. De Loca. And she, you know, she's living in New York now, but her style of singing, and she was in... Uh, she performed in the uh, uh, the Lion King as well, but um, uh, but she sent me a ten. She came over to see me. She just came over. Like she's blown away by his music, and she flew over. Spent a week in Dublin wow. here, and uh, she went stayed with her, the ambassador. And so we met up once or twice and talked about him. And the whole relation thing, the whole thing is there. You, you couldn't believe it. You know, it's so close. Um, and I just love that and that's how an awful lot of the stuff happens for me I don't sort of sometimes sit down and go through books and listen you know mm. what I mean it, it, it's all coming at me all the time and it's, people are coming to me which is so exciting it's a little you know? more organic and, than that you know. exactly exactly yeah yeah well that's great well, you know, I really appreciate you taking the time, and I could talk to you all day, but I, I'm sure you probably have some other things to do. <laughs> My family are all coming over. My son, incidentally, is a rocket scientist, believe it or not. Wow. That... Uh, he, he works for NASA. Uh, Podrick, his name is. He's down in NASA for the last five years, and he's doing his PhD in nanophysics. That's uh, great. Very high-tech sort of uh, subject. But he doesn't like being called a rocket scientist, but he is, in fact. You know, he's working. <laughs> he has a team. He has. He heads a team that's working on the Mars project. You know? That's great. I mean, it's not everyone who can again. claim a rocket scientist for a son. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Uh, you've you've oh, done thank well. Oh, thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you. And um, it's it's been a great pleasure talking with you. And, and, and look um, forward to seeing you all there. We we promise you a good show. Tickets are on sale now for The Chieftains, with special guest Leoden in concert Tuesday, February 27th at Penn State's Eisenhower Auditorium. Purchase online at www.cpa.psu.edu or by phone at 1-800-ARTS-TIX. For the Center for the Performing Arts, I'm Laura Sullivan.